Greetings and blessings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to another episode of Get Right for Sunday. I am Pastor Wright. And I'm Vicar Pearson. Today we will be looking at the readings for the second Sunday after Epiphany. Our gospel reading for this morning comes to us from the gospel according to St. John, first chapter. The next day, John the Baptist saw Jesus coming toward him. And he said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me comes a man who ranks before me, because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but for this purpose I came baptizing with water, that he might be revealed to Israel. And John bore witness, I saw the Spirit descend from heaven like a dove, and it remained on him. I myself did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, he on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and have borne witness to this is the Son of God. The next day, again, John was standing with two of his disciples, and he looked at Jesus as he walked, and he said, Behold, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following and said to them, what are you seeking? And they said to him, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? And he said to them, come and you will see. So they came and saw where he was staying, and they stayed with him that day, for it was about the tenth hour. One of the two who heard John speak and followed Jesus was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his own brother, Simon, and said to him, we have found the Messiah, which means Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, So you are Simon, son of John. You shall be called Cephas, which means Peter. In this gospel reading, we hear once again about John the Baptist. He's a very well-known character, and he is first and foremost the forerunner of Christ, the one who comes ahead of Christ to proclaim his coming. And John forms this hinge pin between the Old Testament and the New Testament, really carrying on the legacy of the prophets who came before him, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and the others, proclaiming repentance, proclaiming the coming of the Messiah, proclaiming the forgiveness of sins for the people of Israel, and calling them to unite themselves to the God whom they have forsaken. And so John unlike the prophets who came before him, has the distinct joy of seeing that which he prophesies come to fruition in Christ. And so he says, one is coming after me. The Christ is coming. God's Messiah, the very Son of God, is coming. And so what does he do when he sees him? He says, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And John is pleased because now his ministry has come to completion in the coming of Christ. His pointing forward is now pointing directly at Christ. John the Baptist later says in chapter 3, verse 30, He must increase, but I must decrease. He's speaking of himself, and he, he talks about himself being like a bridegroom who delivers the church to Christ, her bridegroom. And so 
John is the best man who delivers us to Christ. And once the bridegroom has arrived at the wedding, the best man, his job is done. He gets out of the way. And so this is what John does. He points to Christ and he gets out of the way so that you can see Christ fully and clearly. I get to look at the collect of the day and the the collect simply means it is either the united or collected prayers of the entire congregation or it could also be the collection or concentration of the thoughts or emphasis of the epistle and gospel lesson. And for the second Sunday after Epiphany, our collect of the day will be Almighty and Everlasting God, who governs all things in heaven and on earth. Mercifully hear the prayers of your people and grant us your peace through all our days. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, one God, now and forever. Amen. One of the reasons that I chose to use the collect for this podcast is the simple aspect that God is placed in his position of almighty, everlasting provider. His providence is what sees us through all things. And we, his people, are simply asking to mercifully be heard and grant us his peace through all our days. It is putting us in the position of receiving. We wait to receive all of God's gifts. And when we start thinking about this, everything that we have only comes from the divine loving hand of God, which really opens up both the epistle and the gospel lesson when we see that Christ has come. We hear in the epistle lesson that St. Paul is talking about the blessedness of the congregation that Christ has been made known. And in the gospel lesson, Christ shows up so John the Baptist can point him out so that he may be known to the rest of the world. And in the midst of Jesus showing up, we get to say, there is my peace. The peace that will keep me through all trials and tribulations of my life. The peace that will hold me knowing that salvation has come even to us. And and so with all joy, we as the body of Christ, we as the baptized members get to come together and confess and pray in a unified voice. Hear our prayers according to your mercy. Let us live in your peace all the days through Jesus Christ, not by our power, not by our strength, not by our money, not by whatever we do, but because of what has been revealed to us through the Holy Spirit, given to us in Christ, and continues to be provided in and through God, our Father. I like that this idea of receiving our peace, receiving the gifts from God's hands, is so critically tied in this lectionary series to the words of John the Baptist, Behold the Lamb of God. Because in our liturgy, right before we receive the Lord's body and blood in his Holy Supper, We sing the words, O Christ, thou Lamb of God, who takest away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. 
and then again, and then finally, grant us thy peace. And so we, as the, the liturgist and as the, the presiding pastor, we get to participate in this, and we as the communion of faith, we as the believers gathered to celebrate the sacraments, are gathered to receive the very peace and to behold the Lamb of God in our presence in his Holy Supper. Well, I, I, like, to, I like that. And I like what you said at the onset of uh, the discussion of the Holy Gospel, making John the Baptist the hinge pin of Old Testament, New Testament prophecy. And I really think that's lived out in the divine service. Because what do we do in the preparatory rite? But we hear repent and live. We hear that we are to confess our sins, but then where are we brought into? We're brought into the chancel of the, the church. We're brought into the presence of God where we get to receive the body and blood, the forgiveness of sins, the preached word. There is the Lamb of God who has opened up so that, that we get to then go back out into the world living in the peace that has now been given reminded and sustained for our lives. This is a, a huge Sunday, which is silly to say because every Sunday is huge because the Lamb of God is here for you so that you will know the surpassing peace and love that is only found in God the Father through Christ Jesus. I hope that you are blessed by this little podcast and we look forward to seeing you either Saturday at 6 o'clock or Sunday at 8 o'clock with Bible class in the middle at 9.20 and then our next service at 10.30. God's peace and blessings.